Policing the people, Babylon. Policing the people, policing the people. People get ready. The summer of 2016's protest sounds introduces us to Himanshu Suri, otherwise known by his stage name, Heems, a 31-year-old rapper born in Queens to Indian Hindu parents. Heems started the group Das Racist with a college friend. Its viral first hit, combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, featured humor, capitalist critique, and blunt talk about race. Since Das Racist's breakup, Heems has continued to explore Indian-American culture in 2016. His last album, Eat, Pray, Thug, was influenced by his experience as a high school student witnessing 9-11 and the changes it brought to himself and his community. His latest endeavor, a collaboration with actor Riz Ahmed, is called Sweatshop Boys. Beyond my music, even if my activism, a lot of it has to do with not wanting to engage the institutions around us, having a fear of them, not reaching out to have the resources, not feeling like we'll be granted those resources. And a lot of it from that becomes a, a lack of not just visibility, but empathy, a lack of uh, humanizing our community. And so Kizar Khan, uh, Captain Khan's father, that was such a moment, moving towards humanization, moving towards being seen as actual people and not this other. And I am human, and beyond that, I'm a human who contributed to our American side of this narrative. Why would it be the case to say, I am here, is a revolutionary protest message in the United States? I, I, I don't know. I wonder that every day. But it seems, I mean, it's necessary. And just yesterday, somebody online said that they had been searched at the airport for explosives in front of their family. And so my record took on a, a different meaning for them after that. To me, it, it's, it's clear that we're here, but it's this constant otherization that really makes it important to actually show that we're here to reach people on a, on a human level and not just, you know, to, for Kizar Khan to talk about Captain Khan being a part of that institution, of this institution, of our narrative. And our parents began to fear for our lives whenever we walked out the door because they read the news and another cab driver was beaten to death. And yesterday, more than 10 years later, another man from the neighborhood was deported. I went to expensive white people's school with his daughter. For four years, we read books, and together we yelled, I'm just like you. Uh, on my song Flag Shopping, I talked about the experience of forced patriotism, having to buy flags to put on your windows, on your car, on, as a bumper sticker, just so your neighbors who have known you for years understand that you're just like them. We're going flag shopping for American flags. They're staring at our turbans. They're calling them rags. They're calling them towels. They're calling them diapers. They're more like crowns. Let's strike them like vipers. I know why they mad, but why call us Arabs? We sad like they sad, but now we buy they flags. Spying on our Do you, as an artist, get the most pleasure out of making people feel uncomfortable if they hear your songs? I think initially when I was younger, a lot of my approach did involve in kind of making the audience feel as uncomfortable as I've been made to feel throughout time. But now it becomes more from a place of um, just trying to make them empathize without the uncomfortableness. If people say that art is meant to evoke a feeling in someone, well, then uncomfortableness is a feeling as well. You know, there is a certain amount of South Asian art and uh, your collaborator, Riz Ahmed, does some of the parodying of characters in the South Asian community in the United States trying to get over uncomfortableness, deal with the white majority and that sort of thing. Do you shy away from that? No, I've moved closer and closer to that. I, I wouldn't say necessarily parodying is the right word, but Riz, Riz is talented in so many ways. I mean, acting is one way, and up until now his acting career, 
you know, he's taken on these roles that do subvert the idea of, you know, the terrorist South Asian role, the cab driver South Asian role, the um, bodega man South Asian role. Uh, now his career with, yeah, he has the night of, but also his Star Wars Rogue One coming up. And so mm-hmm. he definitely hasn't shied away from that in his music. He certainly hasn't as well with his recent mixtape, Englishton. God save the queen, now she ain't made for me, but she keeps my paper green. Plus we never see on this little island where we all surviving, politeness mixed with violence. I think after um, my first band, Das Racist, broke up, I felt a certain freedom to not just talk about race in larger terms in America, but have them um, uh, talk about it more in personal terms of what I've experienced. And um, that's something I feel really glad that I've been able to do. And I think this next album with Riz just kind of pushes that further. Inshallah, mashallah, hopefully no martial law. Hell yallah, yo yallah, let's rock a show in Ramallah. Kick it with Muhammad when I'm out in Haifa. Kick it with Muhammad when I'm out in Jaffa. I be on the road like every single year and I ain't see you nowhere just like Hoffa. Do it so proper, looking like a doctor. At the checkpoint, see my visa's doctored. IDF all around running with them choppers. Want to shoot my papa, got me drinking vodka. Got me feeling paranoid, got me drinking wine Bad, bad ting and I love how she whines She don't eat swine and she looks so divine I was looking for love in Palestine Oh no I guess for me it's really how many different mediums can I use to tell this story And I feel like a rap, I've definitely done it a lot I would love to be in a world where I wouldn't have to tell this story over and over again I think a lot of people in the United States, uh buy into this narrative that like okay things are bad but it's getting better it used to be slavery then it was jim crow now it's sort of hidden racism that turns into police shootings you know whatever it's an industrial complex yeah exactly i mean sort of like okay these are the stages until we get to some sort of summit of uh, racial justice Uh, there's quite another narrative which is just actually we're just making the same mistake over and over again I feel and, like there's just there's no progress. different loopholes being worked into the same system that's using loopholes for the same goals, which is to keep the status quo of class and race uh, in the in the structure that it's been. What's the um, Heems version of uh, We Shall Overcome? Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like sometimes in your writing that you're concerned about adopting this African-American narrative within a... Uh, yeah, I feel like it's a community where so much of their culture has been taken. I think with the South Asian community and our history of immigration, it's been we want your labor, not your lives. With the African-American community, it certainly started with slavery, with we want your labor, not your lives. And I think that, it, that still goes on, but there's a lot more of we want your culture as well, but not your lives. And I, I, I think, you know, as Indian, as South Asians become more visible in America... Um, there is a certain amount of, okay, now we want your culture too, um, but not to the same extent that African-Americans uh, have been through it. We have South Asians on TV and films. We have musicians like myself. And I think from that increased visibility comes a better understanding. But um, I said in a song recently, it was like a, something to the effect of like when I was younger, it was like, yeah, you smell like curry. And now it's kind of like, hey, what's that recipe? How do I get that? And I won't speak on behalf of other South Asians. I think Perhaps that assimilation is a great thing, but then you do get protective of your culture to a certain extent. And so it becomes, which one was better? Was it better when people would just outright be racist or this new, you know, appropriative uh, quality of still not really understanding where people come from? But I think the difference is, you know, are you just taking the food, the music and, you know, making it your own or... Does it come from a place of understanding? Does it come from a similar experience? Does it come from, like, do you give something back Mm -hmm. or do you just take? 
And I think the narrative in America has been, we'll just take and we won't give back. That's Himanshu Suri, better known as Heems. He and Riz Ahmed make up the rap duo Sweatshop Boys. Their album, Kashmir, is out October 14th. Hey me, hey me, hey me, hey me. Yeah.